0: Through the magic of audio editing and no help from a flux capacitor, this is future Nessa. Thank you for going back and listening to our early episodes. Just a quick warning, when we started out, we only had one microphone and the sound quality wasn't very good. You will notice that for these first 10 episodes. But don't worry, starting with episode 11, the sound improves and is much easier to listen to. While we thought about re-recording these early episodes, we felt too much of the natural flow would be lost, so we decided to keep them as they are. Again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and we hope you enjoy them as much as we enjoyed recording them. Humpty Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies, Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. G you grilled me and got my origin story now it is your turn give me a little background about you
1: okay well I will say it is my stepfather's fault and that sounds kind of weird it's actually his inability to hide his porn that (laughs) kind of got me walking down the path of the lifestyle when I was somewhere between 10 and 12 I discovered his VHS collection, which had Taboo and Debbie Does Dallas and Deep Throat, as well as a couple others. But I remember those three vividly. The vast majority of the scenes in those movies are multiple, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people at a time, including a phenomenal orgy scene in Taboo. For me, seeing what sex was for the first time, it was presented to me as just a whole bunch of group sex. That's what I saw. And I would fast forward every time that one of the just one-on-one scenes happened because I was like, well, that's boring. Why, why aren't there more people? What's going on? And then I'd always have to rewind the counter to zero. So I'd put it back exactly how I found it. Growing up learning of sex in my mind, sex was groups of people. And that was when everybody enjoyed it most because they all looked like they were having a really good time.
0: With that in mind, what were you searching out in your sexual relationship? I
1: don't really know what I was searching out because I know all through high school, none of the girls that I talked to ever had the idea of, hey, let's bring my friend in or let's go hang out with your friends. It never really rose. Then I got to college, and the first person that I started talking to there was the girls. And I was like, wait, so you're telling me that we can hang out with other girls and you're going to do stuff? And she's like, yeah, you can do stuff too. And I'm like, wait, we can meet other girls and I can have sex with them. And you're like, yeah, that's cool. And she said, well, yeah, of course. And I was like, all right, where has this been? All oh my high school life. Freshman year, we hung out with a bunch of different girls in the dorms and clicked here and there. And I would have sex with them occasionally. And she, there were some lesbians that she would find and she would just enjoy them. And I'd be there and she and I would interact. And then her and the girl would interact. The next year when we moved off campus, we discovered AOL Instant Messenger to give you an idea how long ago this was. <laughs> um, I guess we're talking a little over 20 years now. We would meet single girls. I I remember we went to Canada one time, met a girl in Toronto and went to a baseball game and then hung out at a hotel and we interacted there and all three of us played and that was exciting. Later in college, we were still dating, but... We would have to go off on co-ops. She'd say, you could do whatever while I'm gone. And I said, yeah, you got you can do whatever while you're gone. And it was just basically an open relationship that we didn't really have a name for at the time because we didn't know what it was called. She would have sex with guys and there would be girls that I would meet and I'd have sex with them. We'd come back to school and just hang out and we'd be back like everything was normal. At 20-something when you find some girl who's like, yeah, please have sex with all the girls you want. You're like, well, please marry me because that's obviously not something I'm going to get rid of. So we graduated and bought a house and got married and continued with our AOL Institute messenger. And at this point, we're getting older, so looking for college girls was kind of weird. <laughs> we start exploring the couple's option. The first couple we're talking to is like, hey, have you guys ever been to the club? And we're like, what's the club? they describe a sex club to us where you can go and you can hang out with people and then there's rooms and we're like, what there's, this is a thing that, and they said, yes, absolutely. We go there and it's like, oh my God, this is a room full of a couple hundred people that are just like us. It was the greatest find in the world. And we just made so many cool friends there.
0: This club, what was your first experience? When
1: you first walk in the door, they give you a tour. We actually, ended up on a tour with another couple. Both of us were sitting there like deer in the headlights going, oh my God, is this real? And they're like, here's this room where there's a sex chair and here's this room where it it was, I think it was the group room. Okay, here's, here's the coolers where you put your drinks and here's the tables that are right by the dance floor. So the four of us are like, all right, let's just sit down and take this in. And we sat down and started talking to them. We just sat and talked the whole night. And we were all afraid just to get up and walk away. We just sat at the table and talked and ended up exchanging numbers. And so nothing happened at the club that night. We literally just sat there and people watched and were just amazed because at midnight there was a naked dance. And the owner of the club got up and he took off all his clothes. And then the three or four of the girls just got up and took off their clothes and started dancing naked with them. And we're like, whoa, what, wow, this is cool a few weeks later they come over to our place we're hanging out and we had a hot tub they said do you guys want to go in the hot tub we're like sure yeah why not next thing you know we land in the hot tub my wife is with him and his wife is with me and we're hanging out and next thing we know we start making out and before long we end up having sex in the hot tub for our first time with another couple That was our first couple experience.
0: How did that go? Did you enjoy that? We had a great
1: time. We enjoyed it. They enjoyed it. Uh, We were actually really good friends with them for a long time. As a matter of fact, he and I still follow each other on Snapchat. and We'll snap every once in a while. It's a friendship that has lasted. And I I wouldn't really call him a good friend right now because he's moved on to another girlfriend. And I don't think she's part of that. And I'll poke fun at him because he's a grandfather now. And. (laughs) I discovered that the lifestyle is something that can really build friendships. And...
0: Okay, so that's kind of where you got started. Now, how? where did that progress to? What uh, future endeavors did you have? From
1: there, we ended up going to the club almost every weekend for quite some time until she ended up getting pregnant by me, to be clear. <laughs> We're going to the club. She's still hanging out with single guys from time to time. My favorite thing was when she would go on a work trip. I'd always encourage her to do something. Occasionally, it would be guys that she worked with. There was one time that she was hanging out in the hot tub with three guys. She had been drinking. She took off her top. And they said, well, we dare you take off your bottoms. She laughed at them, stood up and took off her bottoms. It was funny because all three guys were trying to compete to see who got to have sex with her that night. She went for the younger guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As and really they right.
1: ended up having sex in the hot tub She doesn't remember much of the night But the next morning when she woke up She saw the maintenance staff Out in the hot tub Fishing her thong out of the filter Because it got stuck in there And had <laughs> jammed the hot tub <laughs> Another time she heads out to California I had messaged a couple online They went to her hotel room They ended up videotaping the whole thing And called me in the middle of it And I thought that was really hot that... But then she gets pregnant Again, my child. (laughs) At that point, the club that I was going to had moved to a new location. His DJ stopped working there and he asked me, hey, will you start DJing for me? So I end up going to the club weekly or every other week to DJ until this club ends up closing down and two other clubs in the area sprout up. My daughter's born, we back off, kind of phase out of the club life. At that point, I think we discovered the online scene of, uh, I think it was SLS that we discovered at the time. We started meeting couples that way. It would be the occasional couple would come hang out with us. And,
0: and they'd come to your house? Or? They,
1: they would typically come to the house after... My daughter was asleep and we'd hang out and wow. go from there.
0: But it was always couples or did you try like single girls, single um, guys? We
1: actually, we had amazing luck with unicorns regularly, I would say. We, we had no problem finding a unicorn to come hang out.
0: Unicorn um, meaning female?
1: Meaning single female. There were other couples that we would find where the husband didn't really want to play, but the wife always did. So the wife would come play. Wow. And it You was, are lucky. Yeah, it, it was... That's rare. It, it was... It's much more rare now, back yeah. when this was happening 15 years ago, it, it was... Unicorns weren't called unicorns because there were so many of them. You're right. So, it, it wasn't that rare back then. I wish I could say, oh yeah, I was a unicorn magnet, <laughs> but no, it was just... There wasn't... It, it was a very open... It's it's weird because it's not like that now and it's surprising because right now I feel there's a more open sex vibe and a more sex positive vibe. I'm surprised that there aren't more single females in this right now.
0: Your daughter was born and you pulled back a little bit. Was that an indefinite thing or did you Um, go back?
1: We pulled back (laughs) for about the first year then started getting back into it again. It really wasn't the same At that point, things had calmed down and we discovered that, hey, this college relationship where we became really good friends that really like going out and finding girls to have sex with was really just that. It was just a really good friendship and that the love and emotional side just really wasn't there. After, I'd say, about three or four years of having a child, we said, eh you know what, how about we both move on in our lives to find someone that actually makes us happy as opposed to just hanging out with a really good college buddy. So that's what we did. And then I got into a second relationship slash marriage. We didn't really do the lifestyle. There were times that I would push and encourage her to give it a shot, try to have sex with a guy. And she was like, no, that's, I'm not doing that. That's weird. That's weird. That's weird. On the occasional drunken night, something would happen and she would kinda of half tell me the story and then later would explain, Okay, yeah, well this really happened and she'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done it. I'm like, No, that's hot, that's cool. Let's let's do it again. She go, Oh no, I can't do that again. I can't tell you about that. No, I can't talk about that. I don't want to talk. It didn't ha- just ignore it. Forget it. it didn't happen. Things ended up not working out with her because she had a much different view on where she wanted her life to go. And it was not raising someone else's child. It was Being off on her own and doing her own thing as a center of attention. And my daughter and I completely agreed and wanted her to move on. So that went well. (laughs) And a little while after that, I started dating someone else. I've always been very open about my past and that the lifestyle was part of my life. And it was something that I enjoyed. And she was like, the what style? And what is that? She... Didn't understand it and couldn't possibly imagine that people actually did this. That's crazy and there's no way. But she was curious. We talked about it more and more. I would tell her my fantasy of watching her with other people. She was kind of curious. We went to a strip club one day and she discovered that she really liked strippers. (laughs) <laughs> and so that kinda opened up a bisexual side for her. I said, Hey, you know, we can meet other guys and girls that way. I suggested the website. She said, Okay, sure. Let's set up a page. I don't know where it's gonna go. We set up a profile.
0: A profile for the club.
1: No, actually this was SLS because <laughs> oh, again I okay. hadn't been to the club that I knew of was closed it's and gone. I really I, okay. I felt a loyalty to this other club that When these other two clubs open, I'm like, no, I can't go there. I was at this other club and I
0: was,
1: (laughs) so I'm just doing this on my own now. We ended up talking to a couple couples. They were like, oh, you got to check out this club. It's pretty cool. One night they, one of the couples wanted to meet us for dinner and then go to the club. So we said, all right, sure. We'll give it a shot. Again, she's still thinking there's no way people actually do this. This, you're just finding some random people online that are into this. And there's, it's, it's such a small thing. We walk into the club and it's pretty busy night and there's three, four hundred people there and she's like, oh my God, there are people that do this. And <laughs> she was mesmerized and just loved it, really latched onto it and had a great time doing it. She, in fact, was more into the single guy scene. She ended up being very focused on keeping these single guys happy, which is rare because most couples will bring a single guy on as, hey, you're, you're here for us and that's it and she was very worried about how they felt. So it became, eh, you know what, I think I'm going to go do this on my own. And I was like, eh, that's not really what I'm looking for. But if that's what you want, and we, she would dangle the, hey, I'm going to go have sex with a single guy, but maybe next weekend, we'll go to the club. And then it was, well, I'm going to have sex with this single guy, and then this single guy, and then this single guy, and then maybe we'll go to the club. And it was just things weren't working out in that direction. And we finally said, hey, you know what, maybe maybe this isn't the way either of us really want to go. So we kind of moved on from that point.
0: Makes sense.
1: Throughout the whole thing, I was meeting fantastic people that I really enjoyed hanging out. Didn't look at me crazy whenever I would talk about sex or make sex jokes. Just found people that I really connected with every time I went to the club. And they were just genuinely fun people that I enjoyed being around.
0: I mean that's so true. Everybody I meet at the club, I've always felt that they are just really cool down to earth people that are just easy to talk to. Really, you don't have to worry about the judgment and you don't have to worry about what you're saying coming off as creepy or weird. It's always just been good conversations all the way around.
1: Just genuinely fun people that are non-judgmental and just there to have a good time are just happy to have a good time with people that want to have a good time as well.
0: Yeah. And okay. yeah, they,
1: you never see any arguments or fights at the club between couples that, you know, you don't get the typical cockfighting that you do at a bar where some guy spills a drink on somebody else and oh, what the hell. And there's a big, it's, it just doesn't happen right. at the club. It's just <laughs> people there to really enjoy the time. All in all, while I have been through two unsuccessful relationships through the lifestyle, but it it wasn't the lifestyle that actually was a problem. There, it was the lifestyle was the highlights (laughs) of the relationship that actually kept it together.
0: Sounds also a bit like each relationship was a little different experience in the lifestyle, though. So you had Uh, your. I I
1: will say there were very different from the girl that was very interested in other women. Yes. To the girl that wanted nothing to do with the lifestyle, but sure enjoyed sneaking out and having sex with random people. To the one who really enjoyed the attention of single guys and loved to sit there and text with them all day and enjoyed feeling wanted and desired by all of these single guys. No matter how much I displayed that same want and desire, she felt that it was my job to tell her that she was beautiful. These people didn't have to. So it felt more special coming from them, which is probably why the whole thing didn't work out in me either. (laughs) But all in all, the lifestyle portions of my relationships in the past have been the highlights of those relationships. So I can say that I've made some really good friends through that and enjoy the lifestyle no matter what comes with it.
0: Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie.
1: We hope this brought you some midweek excitement.
0: If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience,
1: please call 844 4 Day and leave us a message.
0: Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.